If you can stop talking for 10 seconds, that would be fantastic. You want to hit the start timer on there? You want to hit... You want to start podcasting, genius? Carnivore personnel. I'm Jacques. I don't know if I should even bother talking. I've been gone for so long, but this is Bev. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> hey guys, thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> hey guys, it's Joe. Hey Bev. Uh, <laughs> nice to see you again. <laughs> nice of you to join us. You know, the only way I could get both Biff and joe to do a show together again as i promised them that at the top of the show i would play a clip from one of our favorite comics and that's what it took you're welcome everybody very presidential of you <laughs> yes but enough yeah. about me what about you what do you think of me <laughs> so it has guys it has been i don't know two months since the three of us have have been yapping it's together been a while. yeah it's been a while yeah, no fault yeah. of you people though. It's just my. <laughs> what my do, what, you, mean, you, what do you mean, you people? What do you What do you mean, you people? <laughs> you people, you people from Massachusetts. Uh, Jacques I, not from Massachusetts. He's from LA. Uh, yeah, yeah, and my soul is anyway. But I, uh, I've just a triumphant return to the uh, to the great Commonwealth of Massachusetts after spending, you know, two fun-filled weeks in uh, in Southern California. Uh, I'll, I'll break all that down in a sec, but, uh, but yeah, no, it, it's, uh, let's see, since, since we've, since we've chatted, um, I don't think any of us have had children or brought a house or maybe major, major new things going on that we, uh, need to catch up about. Uh, we've, we, we, we are overdue for the, uh, Pee Wee Herman side show that, you know, we got to figure yeah. out. I got to say, I saw the, the, I don't know if it was a tweet. It was probably a tweet. From the Alamo, the official Twitter handle of the Alamo. And they're like, there hasn't been a day since that movie's come out that people haven't asked to see the basement. And, (laughs) and we, we like, like they, they, it was, it was just a really sweet of all places. You know what I mean? To kind of, well, somebody posted when the Alamo posted their remembrance, somebody said, imagine how great of a person you have to be when the alamo remembers you <laughs> wow you know what that that is brilliant that yeah. really that really is brilliant um wow i do like that and you know we haven't done a podcast for a couple of weeks because i've been mia um you know i you know i, I kind of thought we maybe squeeze one in while i was out there but it's uh it's all good 
Um, they, they, but I'm, I'm glad the three of us here. Okay, so enough babbling. Uh, I will plug next week's uh, sideshow. Joe and I just had a very, very delightful chat um, with a comedian that I was lucky to do a showcase with. Uh, it was the first showcase that I did when I got there at uh, Tao Comedy, T-A-O Comedy. It's this, it's this fantastic place uh, in Koreatown. You know, it was nice to be in Koreatown. Uh, you just really, so many great members have taken my mom-in-law there. She absolutely loved. And, and Koreatown, Joe in LA is, I don't know. Like, you're like, trying to phrase it so that you're not super racist. No, you? no, no, no. I'm trying <laughs> to think like size wise, like compare it to like a small. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it's as, it's as, it's as big as Lowell. Like, honestly, the, the number of streets, you know, it like X amount of miles this way. X. I mean, in Los Angeles, when my mom in law would come out, on on terrestrial television, there was two Korean TV stations. You know, not on cable, on regular television with an antenna, you could get two, you know, Korean stations, news, well, you know, all, TV shows. Like I thought, you were getting North and South Korean television. That would be <laughs> really cool. But uh, but no, it, 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 it's it's a great place. Um, but uh, anyways, it says it says the area is about hundred and fifty blocks. 2.7 square miles is what it says on the Wikipedia. So there you go. Wow. That, yeah. that, that's a lot of yardage, you know, uh, here's the fun thing. If you see a Latino worker inside a Korean grocery store, they don't speak Spanish and some broken English. They speak Spanish and some broken Korean, which it's funny that, yeah, that kind of makes sense. That's the world that they end up living in. And so when uh, management and I would take her mom to the store and we'd have to look for something and we would ask, luckily she spoke enough Spanish and enough Korean to kind of navigate through like the stores and stuff like that. But it was, it was, it was a great place. Uh, but Joe, please help me with the last name, Lauren Caputo. Caputo, thank you. Lauren Caputo, um, she's the next week's guest uh, that we just recorded. Crazy funny, um, you know, she's, it's nice that she's a few years, she's probably 10 years plus younger than me, but also as a married comedian, uh, and we also share the fact that we're both married to women, so we have a lot in common with our sensibilities and our, our humor, uh, like we were talking about, like we both did that, sh that showcase together, and she had uh, gone up, I think just before me, she had a joke about loading the dishwasher wrong too. And, and my take is different, but it's also the same. And I kind of wrestled. It's like, oh, okay. So we have both in that. We will never load the dishwasher right club. So it's, uh, are you guys in that club? Do you guys know how to properly load a dishwasher by your management standards? I am the dishwasher. Um, yeah. I, like, I, I actually set the standards in my household because. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I do all the dishwashing. I'm not. I'm not saying I don't do all the dishwashing, but on the rare wrong. occasion, like I, 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 many no, years like, ago, yeah. I, w I will run it. I don't load it. Like when I come home from doing a show, or just before I go to bed, when she goes upstairs, that's when I load it. 
and I unload it before she, because the rare occasion she opens it, it's like, this fork is upside down. It's like, you know, and then it's uh, it's a thing with the stuff, and I sleep outside in the couch, which why do we have a couch outside? That's another story. Um, but no, Lauren. But maximum suffering. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Lauren was actually, uh, no, absolute, not actually, she was an absolute delight it was a very fun conversation uh i'm looking forward to editing that and um and now willa (laughs) don't you mean like you know clipping in her jokes at the beginning and a beyond it song at the end that's essentially you know what (laughs) i don't mean to break down the fourth wall but you know yeah i'm a jerk (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Might be editing some other stuff here. Oh, please. <laughs> Is that what it takes? Insulting you? No, 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 no. I mean, anyway, anyways, anyways, anyways. Aren't I a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, let, let's get right to it. Let's start, let's start at the beginning and work our way back. Um, I had a great week. The last show that I did was a showcase at the Knitting Factory hosted by our dear friend Sally Mullins and Biff was in attendance um yep. and and I got to say one of the two hosts of Carnival Personnel that's right no, yeah. what the, the line no, no, was I, I, the line I, I, was the sexiest of the two hosts here tonight from Carnival Personnel I you might wrote, have written that that's yeah, I think, I, think I, I think I have video that we could uh go over if we need but to but that's what yeah. I wrote that is what I wrote mhm 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 but it was great. Uh, well, I don't mind being a special guest star. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. Um, I did two big showcases out here, one in December that I that I was horrible at and one in March that I was okay at. And and both of those showcases like I was really amazed like how many of my pals showed up. And it was it was really great. People from the you know I don't want to sound like you know an Italian who you know from the old neighborhood, but the old neighborhood I grew up with in 1974 that we moved out of in 1981. Like you know, two of those guys and their significant others you know had shown up and uh, cool. yeah, no, it was great. Yeah. And then the the other showcase that I did, a bunch of people. But I tell you, in Los Angeles on a school night, on a school night, on a Tuesday night, Biff. To have you drive as far as you did, to have actually, I was close. It okay, was JT that had the freaking haul. Oh my God, and, he had to go through that four or five traffic on a weeknight. Are you kidding me? And he did the same thing sat the Saturday before. Like yeah. JT came to two showcases. You know, the two big showcases. Everything else was a mic. You know, and and then the, you know when I went to the comment store with Sally, that was unexpected. That was I'm just going to see the show, and she yeah. was just absolutely just 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 a godsend and and and, uh, you know i'll talk about that a little bit but to get to hang out in the you go through the green room and then there's this little alleyway to get to the secret green room and it the, the posters in there and just the vibe in there it's like the absolute mind numbing amount of cocaine that was done in there in the 80s uh but john did john drove all the way from manhattan beach you know to to koreatown on a saturday night and then to get from manhattan beach to you know the middle of north hollywood for a 7 30 show i mean but then again same thing you know all-star tommy 
uh, uh, Scotty Black, Patty. You know, I haven't seen Woody in forever. You know, yeah. I mean, it was the fact that so many of you guys showed up. I honestly, I know it's such an old cliche. I know I say it all the time. But there are so many times when I'm like, yeah, I I get how George Bailey felt at the end of It's a Wonderful Life. The, the amount of, you know, people have shown up for these things. I, I don't think Joe's, you know, you, you made all three of those, you know, things that at the Lunar Theater and stuff like that and could not be more appreciative that when people actually put on pants and leave their house to essentially come see me do that, you know? (laughs) Uh, So, so seriously, Biff, I was, I was really surprised at like, I I did not, you know, cause Patty had mentioned it. That's the other thing. A couple of the guys, the first F and H I didn't know weren't playing. I didn't know Al was on the engine reserve and that Al just drives, you know, to hang out like on Friday night. So I got to see so many friends while I was in town. Social life though, right? What's that? It tells you a lot about your social life. (laughs) It does, you know, but, but seriously, I was just, I was just so amazingly blown away and touched. And, and still, even at, uh, tile you know a bunch of people came to that show but all-star paid to log into that show and you know a, yeah. a bunch of other friends back here yeah. ross you know uh, ross in baltimore you know yeah. paid the 10 bucks to zoom into that show and stuff and at the end of the night when the people said hey here's the list of the people who are on the zoom do you know who these people are and i'm like well that's this guy that's this guy and it was like i, I cannot stop saying thank you and being touched for showing up now why don't you break down how awful i was <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you were fine, you know. It it was kind of like, well, I mean, I, you know, I, I I did feel like, wow, it's like it seemed like you actually practiced and shit. So that was the one thing where it's not like this podcast where you know we just go on this kind of, you know, who knows this freelancing, you know, ride of you know, you know, continuous just rambling. It was actually kind of you know you know. You know, it was structured all the, yeah all that's all that stuff it was actually pretty good i was you know so there you go and you know i guess and i guess you know how to time yourself and stuff like that too because you know you kind of i think it was kind of nicely wrapped up and you know so yeah i thought it was a good uh good set i didn't you know i, I did miss your other zoom set the koreatown set but you know i thought it was you know pretty well put together it was um yeah the, the you know you the, the other set was 15 minutes so you only had to suffer for seven of that um yeah, what are yeah. you talking about? I've been on a car ride with you. Yeah, that, yeah that's Arizona, true. Yeah, so. yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, like like oh my god, fifteen minutes of suffering. That yeah. was uh that We're was on an hour and a half long <laughs> podcast right now. That was the first that was the first time I broke out that Gilbert opening too. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. This is a live crowd. And that's the fun thing. It's like it's hard to do crowd work at most of the crappy things I do back here because it's the same people. It's, it's just a room full of other comics, but the fact that that was a room full of real people, you know, uh, that was, that made it a lot of fun. That made it a lot of fun to, to, to do that. Uh, also, uh, in a couple weeks, I've talked to the comedian. Um, oh gosh. I, I got, I'll, I'll remember her name in a second. And by remember her name, I'll look it up. The woman who headlined Joe, I went over to talk to her afterwards, and I got to her about a minute or so before Biff did, and I let her know in another circumstance that she almost killed Biff, like like that they almost had to get defibrillators. Oh, Alicia Cooper. Yeah, there you go, Alicia Cooper. Yeah. Um, 
you oh know, God. she's like, you know, late fifties black woman, and she did a frame by frame. She she Sapruder filmed the dock fight in, in Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So great. Oh. Fantastic. And, and absolutely. But seriously, as Biff was walking over, I'm like, I point to him walking. I'm like, you almost, I said, I really enjoyed your set. This was so much fun. Uh, but, and I point to Biff, I'm like, you almost killed him because he, he was sitting behind me. And that event happened like a day before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, just a real quick turnaround, right? It was, it was amazing. Yeah. Well, that's it. We got home and Renetsky hadn't seen, didn't know anything about it. Oh, and I was surprised. I'm like, oh, well, here. And, and I showed, I said, just Google this, just Google Alabama Doc Brawl. And she did. And she's like, when did this happen? I'm like, yesterday. Well, how did she come up with all this stuff? I'm like, yeah. Cause she's a pro, <laughs> you know, this, yeah. this is, you know, she, it, she did. Uh, so I've texted with her back and forth and she's like, I will 100% come on. Uh, you know, it, it does. It, I, I got all these great opportunities out there because of our friend, Sally. And when I say, Oh, Sally's come on the podcast. They're like, Oh, well, if she's, you know, if she'll suffer yeah, through, she signed yeah. off on, if she right. signed off on it, right. But it was it was it was great to see. I didn't know Scotty Black was coming. Um, but it was it was it was a lot of fun. That was a real show. I got to tell you guys, and and this is this is a a come to Jesus meeting I'm having with myself in the past twenty four hours. It's like I don't know what I'm going to do going forward. I I really don't know. I'm I'm you know having a uh, not a crisis of faith. The last couple of weeks have been so absolutely everything I could have possibly wanted to come out of this trip. Absolutely everything I could have possibly have hoped for as far as, dude, Dante the comic said, hey, you know, we can meet for lunch, but why don't you come over to the house and just hang out? And hung out for hours, nice. just shooting the shit about everything and nothing. You know what I mean? Um it just, 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 you know, following each other for years on socials, you know, a funny online, like kind of, you know, a good palship. He did the podcast and it was great, but he invites me to the house and we just talk and, and we had substantive talks about, you know, different things that he's working on and, and projects that have gone sideways and, you know, different things that he's dealing with all over the map and stuff like that. Uh, that that was fantastic. I mean, of course, like Sally gets me a couple of these showcases, you know what I mean? And then to spend Friday night at the comedy store with her and then, you know, hanging out in, in that special room. Uh, the, the people that I did the tower comedy thing, it turns out that it's her best friend and it's why I got a Saturday night. They do showcases all during the week, but I did a Saturday night showcase, you know, going on just before the headliner, <laughs> you know, uh, which which. You know what, what, whatever that means, and then the same thing, and then this, 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 this knitting factory thing. That's a month, a once a month invite only thing, um, and that that went very well. I think it went well enough where the guy who produces that show in the Comedy Shore Show that Sally works for, he emailed me directly today saying, "Hey, these shows have gone really great. Do you want to go up Saturday, September second at the Ice House?" and uh the answer is yes, I do. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and then I looked at him like, oh, that's a Saturday night at the Ice House. Um, 
and and to have to say oh my god thank you i hope to be back early you know next year maybe february i would love to go up then i mean but to and then and then the low-hanging fruit i was telling you know joe about this biff the open mics there if you if you look at the two the uh, there's two or three places you can look at the listings there are probably dozens of places i went to four or five different places this this is all they do is open mics and some of them are nice some of them are okay you know one of them was in a converted studio apartment right between, <laughs> okay. right on sunset right between the comedy store and the laugh factory and it's it's it looks like any other apartment building in van nuys the one joe and i lived in in north hollywood it was like one of those shapes right 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 yeah but it's a one you know it's it's a studio so there's a little kitchenette in the back and bath but they have you know 50 so wait, chairs so they don't have like it's not like like because I, I know that i've seen like or i thought i've seen like you know comedy places just have open mic nights but it's not that no the, the yes it's all of that biff but there there are these places that this is all they do is open mics and the first ones okay. and and they book on the hour and it costs five bucks which is great because out here most of the open mics are free but they're like well you can do a three minute set you do five minutes if you buy something I you see. know you know you know type thing yeah. uh, and, and so there's no middleman and there's no like they book on the hour. So here's the time slots for the 10 o'clock. Here's the time slots for the 11. And they leave themselves like 10 minutes, you know, for people from this group to leave and the next group to right. get in. And then they'll sell like beer or water, but only in between those times. So while you're up on stage, you know, you're, you're, you're engaged. Like, like, right, and, right. and, and it's not a, you, you can't come back if you do this, but, basically you you don't leave so if you're there for an hour and the first comment goes up and there's seven or eight other people waiting to go up or 10 other people waiting to go up you stay for everybody so the first comic right, doesn't right, right. perform in front of 10 people and the ninth comic perform in front of one person right, right. uh but then you'll you'll see the same people three or four times that day at either other places that are just mics oh, that's all, right, all right. it is so they just do the circuit they just do the circuit but then there is there's wow. restaurants that have open mic nights right. there's the big comedy places that have open mic nights and so honestly if you want to go out like, like on a sunday and that's just in hollywood and then there's a scene in north hollywood and then there's a scene in burbank like if you are you can do 10 mics a night if you want in Los Angeles, because you know, a lot of people who work the night shift or second shift will do a mic on their way to work or two mics on the way to work. They'll work the afternoon shift. But on last Sunday, this past Sunday, I did, I, I did, you know, uh, the little guy ended up wanting to go to the pitch and do a workout. So I didn't go to like a six o'clock one, but I hit an eight o'clock one, a 10 o'clock one, a midnight one. And I, I you know, and that's just, a mile driving between them and at and at the midnight one wow. it was yeah uh, it was it was a place that probably there was probably 15 16 people there uh there was two hosts that were great it had a real stage it had a real vibe to it uh you know and it is yeah. it's it's like i said i probably i'll have to count but i hit 11 different places 
you know, and the 14 right, so days. We're 30 minutes in and we've done this one subject. Are we going to stay on this? Yes. Yeah. No, okay. no, no. I was going to say this is a good thing that we're all here back together talking with each other, laughing, listening to Jacques. Talk. No, I no, know. No, no, no. You had the big. I, listen, I know. Listen, you had this amazing two week excursion to Los Angeles, your home, uh, basically your home base for, you know, 20 years. Uh, it was good to be back. Da da ding, da da dong. You know, you had a lot of, um, you know, conquests and your connections and stuff and i still myself haven't yet beaten zelda for the switch so you know <laughs> there's a big disparity between like your accomplishments and my accomplishments well the crisis of faith now becomes i don't know what to do it's like yeah. Play zelda. Uh, this is this is gonna sound like the biggest most arrogant fucking thing like i the last podcast i talked about how i don't get invited to the reindeer games here that, that there's so many book shows by the other comics that I know that it, I haven't cracked the code, that I don't get invited to the cool kid things. You're at either the, not racist enough or meth enough. So. At, the, at the same time. No, and it's funny because it was I thought just, it had to do with, you know, the things that you put in your mouth. But I don't know. <laughs> you know no, but, but, but a couple other people I know just posted another flyer for a pay, you know, a booked gig at a really nice place. And I was like, huh, I didn't get the phone call for that it's like so i can get invited to do the ice house on a saturday night but i can't do this but at the same time i i was talking to greg bogus the other day and i i was telling him that um that dude i don't know if i can go back to doing open mics at a restaurant where people don't know there's going to be an open mic and he goes oh yeah ambush shows and i'm like there's a name for it of course it it as soon as he said it i'm like I I will never not use anything but that term because they're not assholes because they're talking while they're having dinner. They came to this restaurant to have a couple beers after work or to grab a bite. They didn't come to hear you, asshole. You know, you're you're infringing on their having this. I can't go back to do those things. I cannot. So I don't know how many mics I'm going to do. I don't know how many non-book things I'm going to do. I'm not above doing open mics. Nobody is. Nobody is above doing. But I can't do these really, really shitty telling this hearing the same jokes from the same 10 people at a shithole on a, on a Wednesday night at 11 and then drive an hour and a half home. I, I just can't do it. It's like the whole thing from Bull Durham. You know, I wish I never went like, I, I, I wish I didn't get to see the problems. And, and at the same time, it's like, am I really good friends with these people? Do, do they really want to hang out with me? It's like, are they really going to call in, put their sweat equity online to get me showcases? And they did. The people who said, yeah, come on out. I will put you up. I came on out. They put me up, you know, uh, my friends who said, oh, yeah, if you come to town, I'll come to your show, actually came to my show. Uh, and, and so now going forward, I really have to kind of think about what my next steps back here are because I can't – there's not there's no networking opportunities, obviously, because I don't get invited to the cool stuff. So that's off the table. Uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the caliber, it's like – because at all you've these only mics, been in, You've only been in comedy for, what, less than a year, and you're already bitter? I mean, no, man, I'm not bitter. Are, no, you are on the rocket ship too. <laughs> but, but <laughs> Being that's a professional. Honestly, and I, I talked to management about this. It's like maybe it's at the point where it's like, you know what? Every other month, I do a long weekend out there. 
Like, plus things have to change. The boys are going to different schools. Theater starting up for one kid. You know, European football starting up for the other on two different teams. I'm going to be spread a little thin as is, and I'm not going to prioritize telling, you know, the same five people my new jokes who are worried about whatever they're doing next, you know, type thing. So I really have to focus on what I'm going to do, but it is true. I mean, the fact that airlines don't cost that much. I have a couple places to stay out there. BF. No. Um, and, 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 but that's the whole thing. If I can do an ice house on a, on a Saturday and then hit like seven open mics on a Sunday and fly back, you know, Monday morning, it's like, yeah, I might have to reevaluate how I go forward just because it is crazy. The contacts and the resources and the people out there I, I have saying, oh, yeah, come, and, and that's before I didn't throw up on my shoes. And the fact that I did OK at these, I have even more street cred. So that uh, that that's my thing. Uh, but I'm having that bull door moment where I'm glad I went. But if I didn't go, I wouldn't have known, like, how bad I'm doing here. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's why I don't try. See, <laughs> you ask me all the time. It's like, why? You know, Joe is yeah. so funny. Why doesn't he go up and do stand up? Because uh, I don't want to fail. Eh, I don't want to. And I don't want to even be partially successful. Uh, that's all star Tommy saying you should go up. I, I, I've oh, resigned. Good. good. But he's right. the one who who met you once, listens to the podcast. And he's like, he's so much funnier than you. Why isn't he doing this? <laughs> Dignity. I think the word is dignity, self-awareness. Yeah, uh, like that. yeah right. Uh, I mean, but that's the thing is that, well, so, okay, uh, uh, we, you know what? Let's move on to the next topic because uh, I know that Biff has a heart out and um, we could go on and on and on and on and on about this for hours. Mario Land. It lived up to the hype, Joe. You got to get out Super there. Super Nintendo World. Uh, you can call yeah. it what you want. It's Mario Or Nintendo. Land. I can call it what Nintendo calls it. Um, so, so I got to tell you, my love of theme parks has not wavered, but it was a little rough this time. It was a little rough this time because first of all, Disney's priced out, you know, for me and the little guy to walk into the mouse for one day, bare minimum is 500 bucks, plain and simple for us to walk through that, through the gates, it would have been 500 bucks and it wouldn't have been the experience we used to have because now it, it used to do this thing like you could get a fast pass so you would go to line a you would go to line c and get a fast pass that you could come back and use in an hour and then go do two other rides you could plan your now you pay per fast pass so the cover charge wow. to get in the club is a couple hundred bucks just to get through the front door where we used to have a season pass for a thousand bucks and would go without exaggeration 40 times now for like a day pass it's close to like 200 bucks a person but then the pay as you go nickel and diming throughout the day it's like oh you wanted to go on rides too oh well <laughs> wait wait what's that you want you wanted to use a bathroom while you were here <laughs> well that changes so so that came off the board so we, when we get to parks, we get there crazy early and we have the season passes at Universal that lets you in a half hour early, but it lets you through the turnstile, 
But then you go to the end of the, you know, where Hogwarts starts and you can't go to the rides until eight. And then there's this fun, elaborate production where they make a big thing about pretending to shoot. Okay, you're all extras. And we're shooting the scene where there's people rushing to rides and action. And that's right at eight o'clock. But we didn't find out because we're like, okay, we are the first ones in the park. We're the first ones to the turnstile. We're the first ones downstairs because you got to go down like five levels of steps to get down to the bottom of Universal and Hollywood where there's the Transformers ride, there's the Mummy ride, there's Jurassic Park, and there's, you know, Super Nintendo World. We did not know that, oh, we could have paid $30 extra a person and got in at 630 in the morning. So by the time we get down there, the ride is two hours long. The yeah. wait yeah. is two hours long. And I'm like, we're like, you know what? Nobody's going on any of the other rides like now. So why don't we go do the rest of the park and then figure something out for another day? And we did. And it was fine. I will say. Once the, 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 the whole um, immersion uh, I don't know what the right term is, but you go through a pipe. You go through this big pipe that makes a sound of going down a pipe as you're walking down the hallway. And then once you're in the Mushroom Kingdom, you can't see anything else. You can't right. see the hills of California. It's all walled around, off around you. You are immersed. And it's one of those things where if we went every day for the next year, on the 364th day, either me or one of the little guys would be like, oh, my God, did you notice Bullet, Bullet Bob over there? Like, did you see how? No, no, watch, 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 watch this. And it was like everything's moving. You are in a it's, – it's like four stories high video yeah. game. I've seen the videos of it uh, in both uh, Tokyo and in the U.S. And, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a little jealous, just a little, just a tad, that I'll never go – because it'll only get more expensive as I age, because that's the way of things nowadays. The thing is, it's for, for, for you, and, and it's like, let me just take away all your ammunition. You know, my, my, I, there's another co-host who will gladly let you stay in his pool house. He doesn't have a pool house. But you know what? It doesn't get cold. He can put a launcher. No, but you can come and stay, you know, with, with me. Uh, so you have the truck, like, you know, Renetsky's monster truck, a place to stay, a season pass. Like a day pass is only like 60, 70 bucks. And a season pass is only like, and I say this, only 150. We went four times. You know, we walked through that place four times. Um, a couple, you know, one day we were just going to go see something else. We were going from point A to point B. The little guy looked online and said, oh, the Waterworld shows starting in like an hour. Let's just walk in and go see the Waterworld show, which is worth yes. it. But I'm dead serious. It's it's as great as it looks on video, Joe. Did you, did you do the Mario Kart? We did. We did. And it's it's fun. You know, it's the, there's a Justice League ride at Six Flags. It's akin to that. There's Buzz Lightyear. It's one of those things. But you're in the game. You You are... You are playing Mario Kart. It's a 3D thing. You put on a helmet. You click on this visor. You have to go through the question blocks. And if you're not driving right, you know, because it, it's it's virtual, but you are the car is actually moving. Right. And, oh yeah. It's, is it augmented reality? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And nice. then you, oh, you got 15 shells with this one, and uh, and and do you save them for the boss fight? Do you try to knock off the other drivers? Do you are driving? in the game 
and it really feels immersive and it and it's all every every bit of those sounds yeah you know and stereo in your ears and it, it is it's it's magic then you go to the restaurant first of all the food's great uh it really is the food was really good uh crazy expensive that that part is actually no that's not true like the beyond burger was about what you would pay at a restaurant for beyond burger but they have all these if you look up the menu everything is themed but they have this tiramisu that looks like a question block it's it, it and you almost don't want to eat it because right. it's can i take this home you know what i mean and <laughs> i just... want to freeze this oh. yeah all right well yeah those, 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 like, those yeah. are my squad yeah. Those are my they have like um, limited time stuff, you know, like so one of the things I keep on seeing from my you know random Japan food feeds is that I guess um, they have these uh, limited time stuff at, the, you know, like Disneyland, Universal Japan, all those places where essentially, you know, they have these seasonal stuff. Oh, what, well, but then again, you know, McDonald's brought back the Grimace Shake just for a month. And, and that was the biggest food item in America for that month. And then they it brought, just went away. They brought back the Grimace, just a sidebar. They brought back the Grimace Shake. Um, and they also published a video game on uh, based on um, the Grimace that was for the Game Boy Advance. If you remember the Game Boy Advance, which you don't because you're older, um, it came out in like 2001. <laughs> and it was like the successor to the Game Boy and Game Boy Color. So they made, but it was a, it's a 20 year old like handheld, but McDonald's with, you know, hmm. some publisher decided, yeah, yeah, we're just going to make a game that, you know, is in the style of the Game Boy Advance. Anyway, that's a little nerdy sidebar. Go on with. No, your, your, I, I, your, why I, didn't I, they bring that back when they brought this? Why didn't they port that over for the PS5 and Xbox <laughs> One? I think I'm sure they did, but um, yeah. Anyways, the, I just thought that was a, a fun thing. But but yeah, but yeah. There's there's seasonal stuff, but the same thing. Like with Haunted Mansion at Disney, they shut it down for a month every year to do the overlay for you know Nightmare right. Before Christmas, and then they sell the swag for that. Um, so so yeah, that it Joe, it is. It's it's you can get on a plane, get to there, and come back over a long weekend for like six seven hundred bucks. So I mean, what's what what's that? A kidney? I mean, I mean, you know, uh, I was going to say that, you know, like, I think the entry fee in the Tokyo Disneyland is somewhere in the $60 neighborhood. So, yeah, for a day pass, it's 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 not universal. You can get in reasonable for the day pass. You can't. And like I said, the even yeah. seven, six, the good thing about Six Flags, it's the same thing. It's like $300 for a seasonal pass and it's good at every Six Flags. So we're going to go up to Montreal next week and check that out. We just went out to New Jersey and did a day trip. So it's it, Disney is the only one that's priced out. The other... Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. I wonder if it's like cheaper for you to actually freaking just go to Japan. Well... No, because like, I mean, um, it's a day is like 60 bucks. Like I said, at Disneyland, right? You go and if you go during the fall, you know, Tokyo, I don't know why, but the Japanese love Halloween. So they, I think they do. I know that the universal in Japan does Halloween and Disney probably does Halloween also. And then you could go there and the, and the, I think universal studios is like, 
even cheaper. Well, like we are. We, we're having the family discussions. Somebody has a couple more concert trips that are already on the yeah. books, but the, the the conversations have started. It's like okay, and we've talked to the boys about this. It's like every time uh, the little guy loves the ghost pepper fries at Wendy's. And every time we go by, he gets two orders and, and eliminate. I'm like, dude, that's 14 bucks. Like, if why don't we cut back on this stuff if we're really serious about going to Tokyo and, and, and start saving for that for the summer of 2025? So we're – No, don't that, go during the summer. Not the summer. Well, whenever we go, it, it will be – ha- Go for Halloween. How rad would that be? Go, that, go in, If you can go in like September or October, it's probably better. Depend, for a you couple know what? reasons. Yeah? Go ahead. Well, so first of all, summer summer in Japan is miserable. Okay, it's just the worst time of the year to go. It's just horrible, and August is absolutely horrible because, on top of it being hot and miserable, everything is crowded because everybody's on summer vacation. So maybe maybe we'll have to, but that will all depend. It's like, look, if they're doing really well in school and they can miss a week of school in October, then we can roll the dice. I mean, if they were in like the second and fourth grade, we'd be like, "Fuck yeah, we're going in October, bitches." Well, the only reason why the only reason I say October is because then you could you know catch the Halloween stuff. Not that you your family even cares about that holiday or anything, but you know. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, so so we we will do that. The other thing that I love about LA, other than the everything. Is we went to see the movie Haunted Mansion at at the El Capitan Theater, and the El Capitan Theater is a hundred plus year old theater. It has the beautiful balcony, but Disney owns it. And for all the things they do wrong, man, they do that shit right. I mean, the pre-show, it it felt like you were watching this movie inside Haunted Mansion, and it's it's not. Oh, I wish Chip Boy was on this show right now because he could tell me what it is. It's not a keyboard. Well, you mean the, the pipe organs? Yeah, but it's called something different. But it, it literally Pops is like cord. maybe is that what it is? It's like four levels of keyboards and right. all these buttons that like loop. He looks like he's inside Neil Peart's drum set. Oh, you know, it almost like, loops I, all the I, way I, around. I thought, the, I thought they were called like pipe organs because they have those. The, these pipes that go like up, like you know, like however many feet, like yeah. thirty feet up or whatever. But this, uh, right? this, this retracts and it, it lowers into the stage, uh, and and he, the guy's in full costume, dude. It's like if you're gonna see a Disney movie, you go see it at the Al Capitan. Like, see what I hate Disney, everything about Disney. Go see a Disney movie at the Al Capitan Theater, <laughs> and then let's have that conversation. You know what I mean? It's like what you call it's there, Nightmare Before Christmas there. Oh, I can only imagine how great that was. Yeah, it's great. It was and great. how they do I the lobby saw, and yeah. Also saw episode two there. What was that? Episode oh, no. two or episode three? For some reason, they used it for Star Wars. So, and they had all kinds of great artifacts there. Yeah, that's and 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 some people don't know. It's like you almost want to yell at them. It's like no, 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 don't leave. Did you go downstairs? Because they do yep. a museum. They have a yep. whole museum yep. for whatever movie they're showing. Yep. So as you're walking up to the balcony down the hallway, uh, they had all over the place for people to take pictures and the and the buggies that you go through the haunted mansion ride in. They had those set up there and all the trimmings and all like the accoutrements and all that kind of stuff. But downstairs was a museum with all the wardrobe from the movie and all that kind of stuff. Yep. 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 And the little guy, he's he's now who's he's usually too cool for school, but this is the first time he re- he's been back and he's realized 
oh, these are where their names are. And, you know, and he was, as we were walking from point A to point B, he sees like Ryan Reynolds name and some other people's names that he recognizes going through the, um, over by the man Chinese theater and going through like the Kodak center. You didn't didn't go to the Trump star. Uh, We did not. We, 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 we did not, but, uh, it's the one that's kind of hacked up. So he, but he did say rump. (laughs) It might. Yeah, it might. Um, you know, the, the, the other thing, the other thing that I got to do while I was there is, uh, I got to spend almost a day in Vegas because, um, Barcelona, cause we had just the week before I went to LA, I took him to the Meadowlands to see his beloved Manchester United play Arsenal, 82,200 people to see that a friendly, you know what I mean? A game that doesn't mean shit. Uh, but it meant everything to those 82,200 plus people there. I'll tell you that much. The vibe and atmosphere of that was electric and it was magic and it was such a wonderful day. So great to be his dad that day. We did. We had the best time. But then we were in L.A. and he sees that Barca, uh, Barcelona and La Liga is playing uh, Milan. I forget the name of the Italian league. Uh, teams that generally don't play each other, you know, and same thing. We drove out and it's funny because management was like, that's a long drive and and I'm going to get your hotel and hotels are cheap. And she kept calling me saying, oh, my God, this hotel, like the Lexor is five dollars, but with the taxes and the fees that they can't waive, it's like fifty dollars. So she ends up getting us at the Orleans and I'm like, OK, fine. It's like it was 40 bucks. And I rented a car because, you know, borrowing Renetsky's truck, which is great, which is great. It's just so great that I have that. But it honestly gets like seven miles a gallon. And so I'm like, so I get a car for like, it's, 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 it's 60 bucks a day or something like that. Whatever. It's fine. Whatever it is. It's like two days. It's 110 bucks. And we cheaper drive. than Disneyland, <laughs> cheaper than Disneyland. So I pick it up at nine because the place doesn't open to nine. We're on the road at 930. We drive right to the hotel and and I tell him it's like okay. Uh, I I, t- I told because he had his like either his Man U or his his uh, Mbappe jersey. I'm like take that shirt off and put this shirt on. He goes why? I said just walking through here is going to be so gross and you're not going to want that smell on your jersey the rest of the day. And he's like, okay. He goes, how long is it a walk? I'm like, well, the way casinos work, <laughs> the place you check in is the exact opposite of where we have to walk in. And so you got to go all the way through here. And I said, and then the elevator to the room will be kind of back in the same direction, but a little over this way. So it will, we will literally be in this for 10 minutes. That's how big these places is. And he's kind of like, whatever. I'm being a little dramatic. By the time we got to the elevator, I thought he was going to die. I, I I literally he has never yeah. been exposed to that much cigarette smoke oh, yeah. collectively and it's absolutely life. absolutely that's why I hate the Vegas hockey tournaments because worst it's like you know like I want to just leave my stuff in my car so I don't have to haul through the casino with all my gear I did I learned that because I used to have to go out once every few months and people were like oh yeah you had to go to Vegas dude nobody in this planet hates the city more than I hate Vegas I I desp- I don't gamble I despise smoking and I can't afford the prostitutes Vegas is not my town like uh, I don't care how much of a discount that guy gives me. Why, why do I make those jokes? It's 2023. Stop it, Chuck. Uh, but I did. I, I, I told him, I said, put all this in a bag 
and you're not going to want it. And so we get up to the room, and the room was fine, and it was all this stuff. I take a nap. Uh, Here's the downside. I drove to the stadium first to get tickets because I don't like paying handling fees if I can buy. Yeah, the uh, I think it's the Allegiant Center or Legion, whatever it is. uh, They have an exclusive. All their ticketing is through Ticketmaster. There's no buying tickets for anything at the stadium. They have a ticket window with like 20 ticket people sitting there and they hold up to the window the QR code for you to scan and then buy the ticket online. Well, at least they're paying their employees. You know, uh, at, least they, at least it's a job, right? Well, let me sidebar. I've never been to a friendlier stadium. I, I have not been to a friendlier stadium. There was somebody at every escalator making sure you knew where you were going. Uh, uh, the people taking you to your seats, the vendors. It truly was a wonderful experience being at that stadium everybody knew where everything was so it wasn't like oh that's i don't know it's like you know hey how do i get from hey do you know where else they're selling these jerseys oh on the third floor they have another kiosk up there the line isn't half as long the exact opposite of a home depot experience (laughs) did you my son showed me a video a real video of a couple youtubers who built a small house inside a Home Depot because no, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, nobody bothered them. They they, yeah. they started. Joe, they went, they walked in with nothing, and they 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 went over. And they got a saw. They measured this yeah. wood. They they cut two by fours. They cut like plywood. They they put hinges on the doors to swing open. That is great. And then they brought it through and they paid for it, like piece by piece. They scanned the wood. They were in there for like, oh, anyway, so no, it was great. But we go to the hotel. I take a nap. I take a shower. And, and. Slow down. So we go back <laughs> to the stadium. And again, it was great. He is so dialed in. This little fuck. I mean, man, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the upside to his OCD and, and ADHD and, when he's into something, he is into something. And he doesn't follow either of these teams specifically, but they're making substitutions. You know, and in and, and a, and a, and a regular game, you can only make three substitutions in a game. That's it. 90 minutes, three substitutes. If somebody red cards, you don't get to sub that guy in. You know, and, and but it's a friendly, so everybody's going to play. And they make the substitution where four guys from each side is coming in. And he's like, oh, my God, I forgot he was here. Oh, he just came. I was like, how do you know the reserves on Milan? Like, I've never heard him say, oh, yeah, I'm a fan of AC Milan, <laughs> you know. Um, and, and, and he did. He just had the best time. Uh, the food there was fine. The food for stadium fruit was fine. Um, I, I might have told of all the jokes of all the comedy clubs I did, the best laugh I got, I was going through the line and the woman, the woman ringing me up, you know, she was great. The guy behind getting the food, I ordered nachos and I, and I asked for like, you know, one side cheese, one side jalapenos. And he's like, sorry, man, we only got white guy nachos right now. The jalapenos are gone. <laughs> and I said, well, can I get the other side with mayonnaise? 
<laughs> and, oh my god. And that lady behind the counter and she's like, White people love panties. <laughs> you know, and she just and the guy I thought was gonna drop the tray and it was it was awesome. It was one of those moments where and I looked at Squish, I'm like, never ever ever miss an opportunity to make somebody laugh just it's the best you know it, it, it whether it's on you know stage or you're writing or just being a decent person having this oh moment uh we get we're, so then we we ubered over it honestly i want to say it was a seven dollar uber ride because i wasn't going to take my car and park for 50 right, bucks right. Yeah. you know so it was a 15 dollar uber ride i'm not gonna tip two bucks you know uh but then after the game the Uber pickup, you look at the Uber for the Uber to get in there and get out of there. It takes an hour. So you're paying for that hour or you, you can walk over to New York, New York. And, and there's a highway oh, okay. that they shut. It's just like being at the Kings games where they shut down the roads. And before the game, this was a bridge that was three lanes of traffic each way or four lanes of traffic each way. It's completely closed down and it dead ends at the parking structure for the Lexor. And um, what is what's that? that medieval one that's over there there's a lexor excalibur excalibur joe i've been to vegas look at you baby uh and then we did we walked over to new york new york you know you know got some street food had some fun and and you're walking with the whole crowd you know and it was honestly um biff he got to see something for the first time uh that you and i have experienced in person together there there are people look this is the only euro soccer game that's happening in the southwest for the next year and so if you like this kind of soccer or football you are there and you're wearing whatever jersey just people exchanging jerseys after the game oh right 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 you know and, and when biff and i saw you know up at the olympics it was we saw this amazing 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 game and there were fans like us, it's like, dude, it's the second round of the Olympics. We don't fucking care who's playing. Get us in the goddamn building. Yeah. And everybody was wearing their country's jerseys and they're cheering. They're making fun of each other. They're yelling back and forth. It was a great. But then as, after the game, here's just strangers who are never going to see each other again, exchanging jerseys. And it's 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 that that thing that makes sports kind of special. And uh, he also saw that his dad kind of knows a couple things. Grammy gave him some money to buy a jersey. And he, uh, you know, he, 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 he went to New York the week before and there was, they didn't have the jersey at the Pele store. So he held on to that money. And Grammy gave him a little more money for this trip. He was not leaving staying with about buying a jersey. And he bought a Barcelona jersey. And he was really happy. Um, it was 200 bucks. And I'm like, dude, we can get yeah. shirts at the Pele store for 125. And if we get your name on it, it's 150. You know what? I wasn't talking. And, and also our friend, again, circling back to our friend, Mr. Taylor, he has this phrase event specific apparel. Right, 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 right. And so, but now he's feeling guilty. So we're walking out of the stadium and we're going over that bridge and people are selling knockoff shit and oh. people are selling jerseys for 50, 60 boxes. One guy now, because we stayed until the stadium made us leave. 
you know, because for some reason, maybe it's because they got a long flight coming out. A lot of the people, the reserves, were doing drills after the game. So we sat there. It was like watching warm up, but after the game, Biff. And it was, and and he's right, taking right, right. this all in. It's like, oh, those are the ladder drills. Oh, we do that. Oh, I should do this. So we until they said, okay, guys, you have to leave now. <laughs> the <lights are> <laughs> up. But there's still a crowd outside. So we're walking over, and now, and one guy is selling jerseys for like 40, 50 bucks, and one guy's walking with a bag. Oh, one guy was selling whatever. Right. And I'm like, let's follow that guy. I said, I bet I can get that for like 25. And somebody stopped me because I was trying to track the guy down. Because what jersey are you buying? I said, he has Milan jerseys. He's like 40 bucks. I said, he's selling it for 25. And the guy's like, fine, 25. Because in an hour, there's nobody there to buy those jerseys. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I gave I gave him the 25 bucks. And it was, dude, it was embroidered. It was a it was if, if this is a knockoff, it's a pretty fucking I can't tell the difference between and sweatshops are getting so much more dude, those little kids, those kids, those seven year olds. They work so hard. Oh my God. <laughs> But their fingers, they have such dexterity. I mean, the stitching. You know what? They, they start young. You know, they put in their 10,000 hours. Uh, literally. Literally, yeah. yeah. Hey, but at least they get paid for six hours. Um, and, then, and then I told them, I said, Oof. okay, so now you didn't buy a jersey for $200. You got two jerseys for 120 bucks each. And you could see the cartoon piano come off his back. Because he felt after he, he had to buy it, and, and you know, with his – with the challenges he faces, he had to buy it. Like physically, he had to buy that, but then instantly had buyer's remorse. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, so, so he felt so much better. I'm like, you didn't buy a $200 jersey. You bought two jerseys for 240 bucks with the tag, you know, because the other jersey yeah. was tag. Yeah. And it did. It was probably the best dad thing I did. It's like, I, you know, to make him feel bad about buying something expensive, I bought him something else. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? You make him smoke the whole pack of cigarettes. You know? <laughs> there you go. Uh, but but that was, you know, honestly. So he had a great – and then, like I said, there was he, – he, he does it, just follows it. He wants to go into the field and put in the hours. And as we're driving over, he's like – I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do. And then I threw some stuff at him. He usually box at like the plyometrics and some change direction, some speed drills and stuff like that. Uh, Renetsky went with us and, and did the plyos with him. And uh, he did. He put in the hours. And like I said, um, you know, the, the, the last night I could go out and do it. He's like, Hey, can we go to the pitch? I'm like, no, I'm gonna do four open mic. Yes, mm. so so we went and did that, and then the last second, the last day, we I had a meeting down in Santa Monica. He loves the Santa Monica Pier, but this is the first time he's like, "Can we just go on the water?" It's like, oof, can we <laughs> can we not spend money? You mean you want to just go and and this eighty degree day splash around? And we spent two hours, you know. I, I just had my shorts on and, you know, I had packed a bathing suit in case because because management was like, you have to make him at least put his feet in the ocean. Like, yes, 100 percent. Well, you know, what? and then, you know, that was on Sunday. And then the last day was Wednesday. You know, the, I, I had the show that Biff went to on Thursday and I told him on thir on Tuesday, on Tuesday, I said, we can go back to Universal. We can go back to Six Flat, whatever. He just wanted to go back to the beach. I'm like, wait. 
just go where it's going to cost absolutely no money whatsoever except spend one-on-one time splashing around the ocean for like three hours and then pay the price the next two days because I'm old and out of shape 100 um, percent and, and which I don't know how I'm going to go back to doing shitty open mics at ambush shows and I don't know how I'm not going to leave my wife and children or or one son and take him back there uh and just I don't know Right, it, dude. It, it's it, always money in the banana stand. You know? <laughs> it is kind of funny though. You're talking about like denying your children those, you know, uh, ghost pepper fries while talking about like flying to LA every other month. So I don't know where the saving is going to come, but well, I'm sure you work it out. Well, okay. Oh, I don't want to hear. It. I don't want to hear the details. Don't need to hear it. I'm just making a point. I didn't say I was. I said I'm thinking about it. But at least when I fly out, I don't have to pay a place to stay. I don't have to rent a car. And, you know, my hobbies are pretty damn cheap. Plus, I already have the universal pass for the year. I'm just saying it sounds like it's still more than keep getting your kids, you know, ghost pepper fries. But No, I said he has to stop. I said he has to stop. Oh, like he's paying for the fries? Yeah. No, that's the thing. Well, actually, the oldest one is. The oldest one. Oh, that's good for him. You know, well, you know, he he was bummed because we had such a great time. And that's another thing, like where the oldest one had turned a corner this summer with maturity wise and all this stuff. The younger one has such reverence for him. I don't know how many times the little guy was calling his brother just to check in. And the oldest brother was like, oh, my God, I'm really bummed. I got two weeks when the pool closes to school starts. Maybe I'll come out for a week. And then he called the second to last day and said, well, good news, bad news. The city decided to extend the pool for another week, which he's like more money. Yeah. Well, he loves his job. It's not, it's not even the money. And he, and he actually likes, he likes a sense of independence and like taking the bus to work and, and, and all of that stuff. It's been, it's, it's, it's been, I gotta say, it's better than my my management, who's like taking the bus like once in her life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that bus is a little. I mean, how far is that bus ride? I mean, you know, I've hey, only taken know. the bus did once. She in asked, LA. Did she ask the driver to check her bag when she got <laughs> on the bus? <laughs> oh, driver! But back when I was in college, I used to w- walk f- to Lake and take a bus that took about fifty minutes to get from Pasadena to downtown LA so I could go get lunch and do grocery shopping in Little Tokyo. Oh. I would do that once a month. By yourself? Would you have a, a by, your, by myself. Like, I'm going to, like, entrap somebody into taking the bus with me. <laughs> well, what, what, but, but, shopping. That's my I'm, freshman year. Did you have a car in sophomore year? Did you have a friend to drive No, you? no. I mean, eventually, right? Like, you know, you know, basically, my roommate got a car his sophomore year. And, you know, he, you know, another aging guy. So, yeah, he was happy to go. So. Okay, that's great. Um, so yeah, I mean that 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 you know I did. It's shocking that I dominated this podcast more than much, but that's that's the whole thing. But I do, I have a crisis of uh, comedy faith coming up. Of like, I don't know what to do now because that was so, 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 so great. Like, well, it's the same thing. It's like when I played hockey and guitar. It's like, yeah, I'm not coming back here and playing shitty hockey. I'm not. I'd rather not play that you know after having got to play really really great hockey and and, and seriously biff it was like f and h in the early 2000s again in guitar and then when we moved back to massachusetts i'm like yeah i can't be playing with 
I just can't do that. So I decided yeah. it's like, yeah. yeah, I'm done. I'm done playing. And even, even, you know, if I get back in shape and I come out on F and H, it's like, I'll go to Phoenix next year because Phoenix has nothing to do with hockey. It's like, you know, this is true. This is true. It's just spending time with you and spending time with All-Star and spending time with John. Yeah, the hockey gets in the way a little bit, but three – look, we never had to play the extra playoff games. <laughs> we, you know. we did. We've done it like twice at least. <laughs> We've gone 30 years. Anyways, it's uh, – but, but, but yeah. Six. <laughs> but that's the whole thing. It's like, yeah, it's like, you know, there's a, there's a mic that's at the – uh access station that there's no bar you're competing with it's seven minute sets and that's that i'll probably do that once a week and then maybe once a week do something else or not you know i mean i gotta get better i need to do the work but i just and maybe after i i take a breather and the boys get in school and we figure out their schedule i'll readjust but right now it's like yeah i i can't i can't go from you know, knitting factory, comedy store, you know, ice house invite to uh, just I don't want to name a place in case one of my friends listens and they're like, right. wait a minute. I thought that that's my favorite place to, to go. the to the chilies in. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you disparage the good name of chilies? I'm just saying that the comedy sucks. The food right. is great. Oh, yeah. Chili's comedy. Forget it. I mean, I am going to take I am looking forward to taking Mike. Controbus is uh, or Steve, uh, Mike Controbus is uh, hosting class at the end of the month. That's something I'm very interested in doing, uh, for sure. That's a different muscle. But uh, but you know what? You know I, I you know politics. Do you guys do you guys want to dive into that? I don't. No, you know? I think it's. I think this we, is a we, good, we good time to wrap yeah. it up. Uh, wrap it up. I don't think anybody anybody has anything else left to say worth listening to. I just, you know, quick prayers to prayers to Maui. I don't oh, see the yeah. devastation. Do you, oh do you have God. do you have friends that have uh, been not, affected? Not really, not okay. really. But you know what was really shocking was that that was the last vacation Lori and I went to prior to the pandemic. We literally went last week of February, and then like March fourth, we were you know everything closed up. Right, um, the harbor where we left to go whale watching is basically gone. It's like it's shocking. It's just gone. It's like yeah, just gray. The satellite photos you see of before and after. It's staggering. Yeah. Staggering. And 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 I I I heard about the devastation, but I didn't hear how it started. I don't think it's been really um, made clear. I don't think they actually know. But yeah, they yeah, yeah. they say wildfires. But you know, it. Um... It could be. It could have been a careless white guy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess careless. You know white what? Guy. Yeah. You know. And even you know, if we did, even bad. if we didn't, we've done so much shit that we've got away with yep. that we shouldn't. Let's. Let's. I think we're overdue for I'm taking. I'm sure the that the corporation that pollutes that island the most is owned by a careless white guy. So I'm gonna say, yeah, careless yeah. white guy. Once again, we 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 actually suck. No, but guys, this was great. And 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 and, and um, again, you know, Biff, it was great to have the three of yep. us on. It's been way too. But seriously, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Biff, like you and all the F and H guys, like I don't have to thank Joe for his endless support. I mean, <laughs> no. I mean you know, I I do. I mean, but like I told the last comic, it's like, yeah, uh, if you can remember the three funniest things I said, Biff, they were probably written by Joe anyway. So so <laughs> so Joe and I, Rick. But I did. I think the funniest thing I had said. 
that night was we're all standing outside. We take a group photo, and I look right at Biff. I'm like, hey, do you want to just stand here and chat for an hour? And that way these guys don't have to listen to the next podcast. Just get out. And All-Star's like, he like, you know, just. He's like pretends to pull up a chair. He's like, I'm in. <laughs> you know, let's, let's you do could this. have done the first Carnival Personnel podcast live, the live. The like live. a live. Yeah, you know, dang it, I could have zoomed in, but I did. I was. You could have, you didn't uh, have unless, unless, unless you were recording. Did you? But that, that would require planning. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, but but I was I, I, again to 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 you, Biff, for for coming out on a school night for John doing it twice, uh, and it was it was just great to see Scotty. By the way, I did follow up with Scotty, and I mapped it. It's three hours and forty four minutes from here to Sherbrooke, Canada, so I can be there uh, at the blink of an eye if the blink of an eye takes three hours and forty four minutes. But I will be going up to Sherbrooke this year. Um, I don't have any more parenting tips. I already talked about, like, you know. Uh, You've covered it for, I think, another I did. three or four podcasts. Three weeks? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're good. You've covered your parenting tips and mine and Biff's. So, uh, yeah, Biff, good to see you again. Good to see um, you. Yeah, hopefully. Let's not make it another month. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> let's make it two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's it. I guess we're going to wrap yeah. it up. So let me tell you about my summer vacation. I didn't take one. I've been working, working. That's right. I took by a working. vacation last week. So. Oh yeah, yeah. That, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, you know yeah. you, you guys, yeah, you know you guys, you guys, you know, have more than one income and plan ahead. You know that's great. It's all good. It's great, great, good. And I'll just sit here, uh, looking at uh, my video games. I got my games. Not these games. This is a picture behind me, but. Behind this picture are real games that I can stare at all day long, all day. And you know what? Sometimes they stare back at me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a little, uh, it's a little thing we got going on. That's real special. It is, and I'm real special for thinking. <laughs> <laughs> stare at. I'm going nuts, baby. I'm going nuts. So, Jacques, Biff, All Star, John Taylor, Scotty Black. Uh, who else? Am I missing somebody? Come on, help me out. Somebody, name, name drop. Who else listens? Does, does Al listen to us? <laughs> I don't know. But anybody out there in an earshot? Oh, listen, by the way, listen to the new Dan Cray song that dropped called, um, um, I forget. It's a, it's, a, it's a toe tapper. It has to do with a certain event that happened last January of some year uh, in Washington, D.C. You know, it's got a beat you can storm to, is what, I, what I'd say. Um, it's a beat you can storm to. Um, coming in at number five. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's enough out of me. Don't forget. You're a little lovely book. There's other lovely books to read. Trouble as you call it fate. Treat it like a certainty. Judge the one. Don't agree with all your make-believe I understand the dust with me There's something more than meets the eye I think that someone's in control That somehow there's a reason why The people kill And people die 
Shepherd turns his 